At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right, everybody. Welcome back again to the quarantine episode of The Basement Binge. And uh, this week is Black Panther, and my name's Harrison. I'm Kelton. And I'm Cade. Let's get to it. Yeah, this is a sweet episode. So a few things. I mean, we watched Black Panther. That was fun. Talking about it over Skype. And uh, we're also announcing the winner of our giveaway for reaching 1,000 downloads. We had to delay it by a few weeks. So thanks to everyone who took the survey and then for a chance to receive the movie. We were going to give two movies away, um, and we're still going to, after the spoiler wall. So, yeah, let's see who's got this ranked the highest, and then I think it's Cade. Cade's got it ranked the highest, so you get to go first for the spoiler wall. Okay, let's do this. Spoiler wall. All right, so this movie... Oh, oh my gosh, I just completely forgot the movie we were watching. (coughs) Black Panther. Black Panther. Oh my gosh, this movie is freaking dope. Okay, this movie is... A classic. This movie is one I, I bought it myself almost within the week it came out on DVD. That shows you how much I love this movie. It's so creative and the story is amazing and it's so fun to watch because all the technology within it is just bizarre, but it's so cool to watch. And you just like, you want to be a part of the culture. Like, it's like, so in Star Wars, you know how it's you kind of feel like you're, um, like you walk out of the theater and you're like you you're you're pretending to use a lightsaber, fighting with your, fighting with your friend and stuff. I walk out of the movie theater watching Black Panther. Black Panther. I'm like Wakanda forever. Like it's just that kind of movie. But that's my spoiler wall. Dope. You want me to go a second? All right, I'll do this. You have my one-minute timer? All right, okay. Black Panther. This is my second time watching this movie, and I liked it so much more the second time. For a lot of reasons, I, hands down, I think this is the best soundtrack in a movie. I loved it. It was so, like, I, I didn't hear it the first time, but the second time, it was awesome. Totally loved it. My favorite. And then two, this movie is way more deep than I thought it was. Like, the second time watching it through, I feel like there are some legit, like, big grown-up, like, problems. And I was really surprised. And I think this movie is really cool to watch. Because I feel like, maybe you don't, like, connect to it, like, personally. But I think it's a good thing to learn about and, like, realize that, like, Maybe there are issues out there that, like, require more. It's like, okay, this is good and this is bad. You're evil and I'm good. But, like, just some serious, like, legit issues. So I thought that was way cool to watch. And the... Ooh, okay, I can't give away anything, but dang. I would highly, highly recommend this movie. 10 out of 10.
freaking watch Atlanta. Oh, it's my turn. I totally, I totally spaced. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. So I've never been like, honestly, like a huge fan of this movie. Like it was good, but I was always going like, oh yeah, Black Panther. Like I liked it and that was it. Like so many more movies that, especially in the ranking, like they earned their way to the top because it either had like a really emotional connection with me or was just like a ton of fun for some reason. And this movie, like it just never associated with either of those two things. It was just Black Panther and that was it. Watching this time. Oh my gosh, this movie is so good. From like the soundtrack to the story, the way it's written, the characters, the world building. Like, I wish I was Wakanda. And like, man, like I am not black. But anyway, like I'm white. Very much <laughs> true and true, just white. But like, I felt like I was a part of that like brotherly connection that they said. Like, like I really felt like... like yeah, yeah, it's just like a super good movie where like it really, really landed with me this time. And I, I totally agree with that. You guys said that like this is definitely a movie that's just tons of fun to enjoy, but also is like really good in what it has to say. And it's there's so much, just so much good about this movie, including the soundtrack. The soundtrack's boss. But that concludes the spoiler wall. So everybody go watch the movie. It's good. You know, if you haven't seen this movie and you're about to win this giveaway, go buy this movie with. You know, have us buy it for you and we'll mail it to you. That's the way we're going to do it. <laughs> but, but anyway, how, I don't know how we're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. But yeah, go get this movie and watch it because it's that good. Cool. So yeah, onto the regular scheduled program, everybody. But everyone else who's enjoyed this board while and you haven't seen this movie, go enjoy it. Come back listen to the main episode. Figure out if you were the lucky winner of the survey, but also just enjoy as we talk about this movie. So onto the episode. Now for the giveaway. So yeah, we got, we got a few people answered the survey here. Cade has got a dice with your names written next to a number. He's going to roll it. If your number is the one that lands, he'll say your name, and you are one of the two winners. Okay. Let's do this. All right, here we go. For winner number one. Okay, here we go. Winner is... Tawny. Tawny, you just won yourself a free movie. Free movie. You just won a movie, Zani. <laughs> all right, winner number two. Okay, all right. Now, if I roll Tony's number Blow on the again. dice, blow on the dice, blow on the dice. Here we go. We have, for our next winner, Nita. She's won. She's got it. She got the free movie. Congratulations to you. We will be giving you an email and, and details and instructions on how we get that to you for that movie of your choice. Thanks, guys, for taking that survey and for listening this whole time. Really, I appreciate you guys and just being loyal here. It's been exciting to do this free giveaway. We had a whole blast. and so We'll email both of you and figure out how we're going to get it to you and also what you want, and we'll figure it out. We'll email you. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you tell we're noobs at this? I've never been so pumped to give something away right now. I'm I'm pumped for this. This is awesome. But but right, huge guys. thanks everyone for downloading our episodes and making us get 2000 downloads and also taking the survey. We want to keep celebrating you as our listeners. So there will be more giveaways to come. We're not sure when, but they there will be more. So subscribe so you don't and never miss them. Oh yeah. And if any of you guys are like crying right now cuz you just didn't get a free movie, just like Harrison said subscribe and keep listening. We will have more like giveaways in the future and do the survey, you know, yeah. you know? free movie. The survey, you, you, you know how easy it was 
to take that survey, you can, you know, we'll stay tuned again. These, they're going to, there's going to, there will be more, there will be more giveaways. So stay with us. Dude, I, I'm like super hyped all of a sudden. That giveaway was sick. That was awesome. <laughs> okay. Future Harrison jumping in here super quick. Again, huge congrats to Tani and Nita. But I want to jump in here and say, because I found out recently that Podchaser is doing something pretty amazing with everything that's been happening with the coronavirus. It's been a huge shock and adjustment to our world, and it's really been affecting those elderly individuals who are most at risk, um, and even the essential things like getting food. So Podchaser, which has often been referred to as the IMDb of podcasts, where you can go leave reviews, learn about who's making it, what episodes are happening, just like you would with IMDb. Um, they're doing something pretty amazing. Every single review that is left on any episode or podcast they are donating 25 cents to Meals on Wheels, which is a program that helps elderly individuals at home get meals delivered to them. So a huge opportunity. We would love if you would review our show. We would appreciate it or any other episodes, but really any podcast that you love, just go to podchaser.com and leave a review and tell whoever's the host of it to reply to it because that will double the amount of donations is given. We'll definitely be replying to any reviews on us and you can find the link to Podchaser to leave us a review in the top of the show notes, of course. But yeah, go review as many podcasts as you, as you can. I'm going to be going crazy. The last day that you can submit them is April 16th. So really, really soon. But again, a huge opportunity where you can benefit those podcasts that you listen to, but also those who really need it. Thanks, guys. Alrighty. Well, let's let's move on with this. So uh, two cents. Kate, we'll pass it over to you again. All right. Two cents. The one two cent. Let's do this. All right. Okay. Two cents. All right. So my... I wanted... When I, when I watched this movie, I just like... I want to see as... I want to see T'Challa and Black Panther as much as possible. Just I don't want to miss a single second of any scene that he's, he's a part of. Because like his accent, demeanor, his whole... His fighting skill, it's its so fun to watch. And oh, I, 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 it's, it's going to be so hard to find a favorite, like a favorite scene for this movie because it's, I know I have so many. But I want to, this movie wants to travel to Africa. Man. <laughs> I want to go down there. It is just so, because it's just, it just envelops you in the culture so much. It just, you're like, why haven't I learned about this stuff? This is so cool. And it makes you want to learn how to fight like Black Panther because he's just so agile. And the relationship, bet- but also I want, I want to point point on my, my two cents, the relationship between, between T'Challa and his sister, I've forgotten her name, Cherie. Right, that's her name. Sure, is one of the best brother and like sibling relationships of like of to me of all time. But it's just it's so good. It's so funny. Like they're like handshake and all their like this their funny jokes and pranks they have for each other. It's so funny. Ah, oh, I love it, and I can't get enough of those two. But I will say this: like, um, this movie, I can watch twice in a day. And I wouldn't get bored of it because like it's just so com- complex and oh I love this movie so freaking much and 
this is in my two cents, but I will say this. This movie is prized possession of mine. Alright. Hoorah. Alright. My turn, baby. I'm ready for this. Okay. Are we going? Alright. This movie, I have found out, watching it the second time, is really... I, I love kind of the nod towards tradition slash religion. I think that is really cool, and I love how that's such an integral part of the, of the movie. But also, this movie is does such a good job at displaying emotion. Like, those moments when like things were super sad, like kind of heartbreaking, I felt the exact same way watching the movie. And then also when it's like super hyped and like joking or whatever it was, I felt the exact same way. So this movie does a really good job. The actors did a fantastic job of portraying their emotions, and the music did a good part with that as well. But this is the first movie in the MCU where I actually found myself having a hard time deciding whether I was on the good side or the bad side, if that makes sense. Like, I actually really connected with um, Michael B. Jordan. I forget the name of his guy. But, yeah, Killmonger. I really connected with him and his backstory and his why. Like, why he's doing the things he's doing and, like, what drives him to be him. And I, I like I said, this is the first movie where I felt like I couldn't really decide who was the bad guy and villain from my pers- perspective, if that makes sense. Because this, like I said, like I mentioned the spoil wall, this is a great movie to show, like, bring up a controversial adulty like problem and then show kind of like the conflicts that can happen from it. And like, even right now, I don't know what I think about like Killmonger and how he like dies and like his ending in the movie. So I think this is great. I'm super excited to talk to you about, about, about it with you guys. So overall though, love this movie. Great movie. So that's my two cents. Sweet. Um, super quick, did you guys get the chat message with like the different uh, segments? Okay, cool. Cool. Alright, well, my two cents. Tell me when I'm ready. Alrighty, so this movie, like I said, it never really landed good with me. I mean, it was just kind of a cool movie. You know, I, I like the story. I like Black Panther as a character, but it was never something that I got particularly excited about. But it's definitely a movie that has increased its value in my memory, uh, especially kind of like what Kellen said at the end, that it's like an adult conversation, but also because of what Kate said, that you just like love Black Panther and T'Challa in this movie. Um, and I just was like really, really impressed that like Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios allowed, um, what's his name? Uh, the director, some Coogler. What's his first name? Ryan Coogler? Brian Coogler? Ryan Coogler. The, but that they allowed him to like do so much with like such a difficult topic where like really you you don't know whose side you're on like i definitely have an opinion and i'll get more into that and fall in but like killmonger presents like a really good point and he's one of like the most realistic villains there is in the mcu because of how much truth is behind him but then like the journey that t'challa goes through is very realistic and i but i also felt like everyone involved in the making of this movie whether it was like making made-up languages or a made-up Wakandan culture. Like, everybody just had so much respect for, like, African and black culture and history. And it was just, like, nothing but love and respect for it, which I really, really admire. And, like, 
not that I didn't have a respect or love for it before, but like, I didn't know how to love and respect it. Like, although it's a made up thing and it's Wakanda and it's not like super real, but like, I felt like my love and respect for something that is real grow a lot just because I didn't like, I wanted to, but I just didn't know how. And it like increases my desire to be more aware of people around me who are in a situation like that, which I was not expecting to happen with this movie whatsoever on top of just like how much fun I realize it is to see just like, like this movie is just fun. Like whether you want to acknowledge the adult conversations it has or not, it's just a ton of fun. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about it. I don't know how much time I have left, but I'm done. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're good. You like you, you had like three seconds left. So perfect. All right. Two cents is over. On to the next. Let's do this. All right, pick your poison. This is the point where we get you get you get four choices. You get to choose one of those choices, and it's your poison. Let's do this. First uh, choice of the poison is you never watch again. Second, you watch it on a stream service. Third, you would rent it. You'd spend. You'd be willing to spend some a bit of money on it. And fourth, you'd buy the freaking movie. I'll tell you. I'll say this for my pick your poison. I'll start. Is that. I have Disney Plus with my wife, and I have the actual movie. I went and watched the DVD instead because I just I want to. I want to. I I don't know. Maybe it's just more of me being more like I love the the love the hint of nostalgia. Putting in a DVD player, pressing play, waiting for the menu to pop up, and just play, running, letting it run, and just going with it. But I I would buy this movie because I bought it. I would buy this for people. I would. I would recommend buying this movie. One for how fun it is, but two how well it establishes that adult conversation and and, and like answers it. All right, I think that goes to me. Uh, pretty easy for me to pick your poison. I actually also own this movie because it's so freaking dope. It's grown on me. Not gonna lie, the second time through, but. I would buy this movie again if I were to lose the disc. So that's my ranking. Mine's the same. I would buy it, yeah. I already own it, but I would buy it again if needs be. Yeah, it definitely has value. So I guess our rankings. So, Cade, we already kind of spoiled it that you have the highest ranking, but what numeric value does it have? Does it have? Um, oh, one second. I'm, I'm pulling up the... While he's doing that, I can pull up mine. So, I actually have mine at nine. I know that's gonna go up. It just will. Like I, I really connected to this movie the second time around. So that's moving upwards. Okay, uh, mine is at a six, and I want to move it up by at least one spot because, and the reason why is like. We just watched the Ragnarok just before this, and now we, you know, we're on to this movie. And I connected more, and I just enjoyed this more than Thor Ragnarok. And so I really, I want to pull it up into my top five, the Black Panther, because it's just, oh, it's so sick. Like, guys, I I named my car after Cherie. That's how much I love this movie. It's, I want to move it up higher. Respect. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, have, I, have an, I have an all-black Nissan Altima, so I thought that was, you know, I'd tie him well, so. 
Oh, my ranking. My ranking is really low, and I feel bad saying this, but it is... <laughs> Come on, Harrison. It's at number 13, and I just like... Boo! <laughs> I'm just kidding. The top 15, though. I am glad you put it in the top 15, because anything below 15, it's kind of like... At least for our right. rankings and stuff, it's kind of like, I don't like this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely going up, like, a lot. And especially for the phase, like, I'm looking at where I put it in phase three, and I'm pretty sure I put it at the bottom. In the phase of 11 movies, it's number eight. Definitely moving up. Uh, yeah, it just landed really well this time with me. So I have, Mine is at number two in phase three. It's, oh, and I want to keep it there. Because I... Can it beat out Endgame? Can it beat out Endgame? Only time will tell. <laughs> we'll have to watch it. We'll have to watch Endgame. I'll have to... How about this? I'll have to watch... I might have to watch... In order to solidify these top three at least, I'll have to watch all three in a day or something like that. Just to have like a oh, comparison. A just like... I'm like, all right, this is it. This is final answer, you know? Sounds like you need to... Basement pinch. <laughs> wow, I'm such a loser, such dude. A loser, dude. <laughs> Quarantine joke. No I know. Goodness gracious, what does the world come to? Yeah, my my phase three ranking. It's at number six. I could see that going up, but who knows? I'm gonna watch. I haven't watched the movies ahead of it yet, so maybe that'll rekindle my love for those. Ken Sabe, but. Let's do this. So, I think that transitions us to uh, bench points, which I'm actually really excited to do today. I'm going to start us off with the first one that I noticed was when T'Challa's little sister is kind of giving um, T'Challa, like, the rundown of, like, the new tech that she has for him. And when she's... this. (laughs) The dumb pun about, like, the sneakers, like, the shoes he's going to wear. <laughs> I laughed way too hard at that. Guilty. But um, she references Back to the Future oh, just yeah. before she brings that up because she talks about, like, the the zero lace technology or whatever. Like, you just, like, step on them and they just, like, instantly tighten. She said, oh, that's like a old movie that, that um, Dad used to watch or whatever. It took me a second. I was like, oh, it's Back to the Future. So I thought it was a cool nod because they didn't, like, explicitly say it at all. But, yeah, it was it was a th- uh, throw up or a shout out to Fast Back to the Future. Or, ugh, what's it called? Back what to the, the Future. Yeah, thank you. Jeez. Yeah, Back to the Future. So that's the first one I noticed. Uh, one thing I want to point out is that, uh, what's his name, Claw? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Name? So... I watched this movie. This is a it is inside this is inside information here. I watched this movie before I watched Age of Ultron. So when Claw has his like mechanical arm and stuff, I was like, who the frick is this guy? This guy's crazy, but he's like funny. He's like, I made it rain. He's like this it's like this gangster dude. <laughs> and so I was like, who the frick is this guy? This guy is kinda cool. But then he but then he's like, spoiler, he dies. I'm like What's going on? So I was like, so it didn't ruin the movie for me, but I was like, I'm so because he because he dies off, and so it's it's, it's different um, antagonist. But it was like that that reference of like him that he lost his arm. He's uh, he's 
he's not introduced in this movie. He's a previous guy. He's a previous bad guy. He started all of this, but he was a big deal in this movie. It wasn't just like all about Killmonger. It was yeah, yeah. It was him. But I just wanted to point that out. This is going to be my second binge point, but I'll mention it now because it ties in. Man, the way that Andy Serkis plays Claw is, like, perfect. He is just so good at being a lunatic. Yeah, just a <laughs> maniac. Like, for not being a motion capture character, like, the amount of motion that he can portray is just so... He's just a solid actor. But, like, even just the character is so much fun. Like, even how he's not excited enough about a chase scene, so he wants his, his buddy to turn on some music. Like, it's just... <laughs> or, like, when he pulls up, he pulls up to the... The club thing, like, his car is just blasting music. And it was even, like, realistic where, like, it had the music muffled until he opened the door and then it muffled again. But, like, he's just cranking his tune and then he's like, yeah, I got a SoundCloud. Do you want the link? Can you get it? And he's, like, totally serious. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah, love that I, I agree. He, he's, he's an awesome villain. Oh, I had another... This is actually kind of a question. I don't know if you guys, like... Um like know the answer but i thought about it i could have just not been paying attention enough but there's the part of the movie when like everyone from wakanda has like that cool like dope like blue tattoo thing on their lip did it explain like how they get that or like what makes him like i'm assuming it's vibramian right vibramium probably i mean i feel like when when uh killmonger went to the ancestral plane and was talking to his dad his dad's like i gave you the key hoping that one day you could get in i think he was talking about his lips because it's probably got to be, like, he's not born with it. It's probably probably vibranium somehow. Okay. Dude, that's probably, They're probably, like, like you know extra game, like, 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 some sort of, like, like, it's like a, like a, a vibranium tattoo. Probably. Yeah. Because you know how, like, certain gangs have, like, their mark, you know, however they, like, identify themselves? How sick is that? You have, like, a blue glowing tattoo on your freaking lip. Like, come on, so dude. Cool. <laughs> I dig that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, my second bench point also has to do with that casino fight. When they're... Casino, whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's, like, a one-shot in that movie. It's, like, right when... I think it's a Koye who threw... No, it's not a Koye. It's a... Uh, who? I forget her name. Uh, Black Panther's girlfriend. What's his... What's his... T'Challa's girlfriend. What's her name? Uh... Oh, I'm Nikita? so bad because they're so like I weird I can't remember them anyway so Nikita like shoots up into the balcony and the camera like tracks up the balcony and then is taken off the cable and then like walks around to see Okoye fighting and then it follows Okoye down the stairs and then down the stairs a second time to the T'Challa and it just like doesn't cut and it's just so cool I love that scene Yeah. and the music's just like it's like what the heck is going on it's so intense yeah. Sweet scene. But that's all I've got for binge points. Oh, uh, other binge point. I don't know if anyone else felt the same way, but you know when um, CIA, FBI dude, whatever you, like that guy. Everett Ross. When he's flying the uh, ship, like the, he's like chasing the cargo ships to like destroy them before they get out of Wakanda. I got this big old Star Wars vibe of like going through the Death Star to like blow up the, you know, like Death Star and all that. I don't know. I, it was just like two seconds. And I was like, hey, Star Wars. But... Yeah, that's my other basement binge point. So, all right, I think that wraps up this segment. Let's do this. Cool. Least and likes. Let's move on. So this is our least favorite scene in the movie and our favorite scene. Starting with our least favorite. Um, 
My least favorite scene is any time one of the rhinos are in the screen. I just, they just look so bad. Like, I feel bad for the visual effects team with, like, anything involving the rhinos and also, like, that last fight scene with Killmonger and T'Challa in, like, the tunnel. Like, I watched an interview where they are saying, like, they had, like, a week to do all the visual effects for that whole scene. So, like, it looks like a PS2 game. Yeah, it just it just does not look as good as the visual effects in the rest of the movie. And, like, every time the rhinos are on screen, I'm like, oh, those look so bad. And, like, I feel bad <laughs> because they, they can't control it. Like, it had, like, a week. But, like, it's just a, such an eyesore that I just can't stand it. <laughs> I, there is one good scene with the rhinos, and that's when the Chaw takes one down by himself. Oh, okay. That's dope. I can't remember it. I just, I just remember, I like, remember, like, he, like, he grabs the horn and, like, bad, shoulders bad. it, and he, like, goes, cr- goes flying. But that's my least favorite scene. So, I mean, if it's just like a stupid eyesore that's my least favorite scene, that shows you how good this movie is. All right, Cade, what you got? What's your least favorite? Um, I need to think. This is really hard. Do you got one? Yeah, but, like, I forgot it. <laughs> I remember it, it was... Okay, well, while we're thinking about this, I want to say Wait, one quick thing. About? I walked away for a second. Oh, so I we can't. We're trying to remember what our least favorite scene is, but oh, while oh. we're trying to remember, I want to real quick. I just want to give a uh, quick shout out to Mbaka. I think he is so, so funny, dude. He's like, if you say another word, I will feed you to my children, and he's like, just kidding, we're vegan. Like, it's like what? <laughs> like, I was totally thrown. It's like, are you guys done? <laughs> are you I done? Actually, I think he's a dope side character. I loved him. Yeah, he's so awesome. cool. Okay, all right. I have, a favorite, I have a least favorite scene now. Okay, okay. It's when Killmonger dies. I, ugh. He's such a good villain. He's one of the best villains MCU, the MCU has ever created. I don't like, I, oh, I wish they didn't kill him off, you know? I hope he stuck around for some reason, or uh, I mean, the only way was only way to stop Killmonger was to kill him. He was he was gonna stop at nothing, you know. Yeah. But I was like, I don't know how they would keep him alive, but I wish they did. That's man, not much of an excuse, dude, but dude, that's how I feel. Yeah, I'll talk about him more in falling, but man, the, like he's got a worthy cause. But the dude's crazy. He killed his girlfriend, like. That you like, I don't care how righteous your cause is. Like, there comes a point where it's like, oh, you you cross the line. At that moment, I'm just like, yeah, dude, just cross the line. <laughs> anyway, we'll get more to that later. So, Kellen, what's your least favorite? To be honest, I can't really think of one. I mean, I can think of something. I mean, I'll, I'll throw out something I kind of didn't like, but I think it's like super small. But I guess so. When um, the claw blows up. T'Challa's girlfriend and the other girl, like the car there when they're chasing him, um, in the car thing, whatever. Like when he blows up their car, like it's dope how the one lady like grabs her staff and like lands on like the hood of the car and like slides out. But oh, the yeah. girl next to her, like T'Challa's girlfriend, how she like rides up, like in this seat and the like the steering wheel intact. It felt kind of cliche to me. I was like, okay, like. I mean, it's, like, so small, but I was just, like, I, I didn't find it, like, super funny. I was, like, okay, all right, well, because you feel like in real life, a blast like that would have just, like, completely killed her, like, obliterated her 
the car's gone. There's no way she'd be chilling with the seatbelt still strapped. But no, I I, I totally agree. Like I remember while I was watching the movie when that happened, I was like, "What the heck? How is she?" Like I remember thinking, like, <laughs> when it just showed Okoye, I was like, "Wait, how's Nikita gonna be alive?" And then she like slid up, and I was like, "How did that happen?" And then it like moved on, but like for a split second, I was like, "What?" I know. No, the car's totally weird. obliterated, but her seat and her steering wheel and herself totally intact. No problem. Like, her legs aren't totally destroyed from the car exploding. Okay. So that was, that was like the one thing I'm just like, okay, all right, whatever. It's kind of like cartoonish but, a little bit. Like, you see that in a cartoon. Kind of yeah, 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 exactly. You're well, like he the spinning the hubcap fall. He doesn't fall until he looks <laughs> down, and then he falls. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, All right, so our favorite scenes. I actually want to go first just because I feel like it's not going to be the same as your guys's. Um, for some reason, I don't know why, I loved this scene, and it could be just because it's paired with the soundtrack, right when T'Challa dies. And Killmonger is now king. And it shows him, he's all like dressed up, and he has like the sick like necklace thing, the suit. The new Black Panther suit, and he when he walks into the throne room, oh, and the, camera and the camera's kills. upside down, and it slowly like transitions to right side up. Obviously, there's like a ton of symbolism in that, you know, like gears changing, different leadership, you know, all that stuff. Part of it, it like the music, I think was perfect for that scene, but I really, really like that just because like the creative minds that go into that, because when you see something upside down. Your mind, it's, like, twisted, right? So you subconsciously, like, it, like, does the transition for you. Does that make sense? Of, like, how you feel about the movie, what you're emotionally feeling as it goes on. So I thought that was just, like, way cool to watch and kind of fun just to, like, usher in New King, you know? Like, I just thought it was kind of sick. So I really like that. Yeah, it's a bold move, but it works so good. Oh, yeah. My favorite is something way simpler, and it's just, like, in the opening when... Okoye is telling T'Challa not to freeze and he's like what are you talking about I never freeze like that like split second scene but then also like when he comes back to Wakanda and him and Shuri are talking to each other and then when he goes to like her lab for the first time and just like the way they treat each other as brother and sister I just loved and this is gonna sound like really stupid and I feel dumb (laughs) for saying this but like it made me realize that there's not that much that like, is different between me and somebody who is black. Like, I'm not racist. Like, I, f- I feel so silly, like, childish saying this. But, like, I don't know. Like, I sometimes just, like, feel like I don't have a way to relate to them because their history is so much harder than mine and, like, so much different. But, like, that made me realize, like, they're they're the same as me. Like, they, like, like even you guys, like, our skin color isn't what makes us relatable. And, like, not that I ever thought that. Like, I, that was never thought in my mind. But just, like, subconsciously I felt like... Oh, like I feel more connected now because the way they are as siblings. I don't know. It sounds so childish, but like it, it, it was one of those moments in a movie that I will remember because it stretched me. It created a new dot in my life that has stretched me to to further places that is significant, and so I'll remember it forever. And I enjoyed it. Oh, that's really cool. I like that. I like that. Okay, so I have a lot of favorite scenes. Um, the scene. Where- He's like, where she's she's teaching T'Challa about his new suit. And he's like, hey, I want you to hit the exact same spot. With this like you know he like pulls up the recording. And he's like, what's 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 the video for? For research purposes. 
And then he gets it flying. He's like, delete that footage. Like that, <laughs> that whole scene is so funny. And then the point where um, the child walks out and he's like, he's like, I am not dead. Like I never yielded. And like, and then that, that scene or the scene where Killmonger throws on his freaking suit for the first time. He's like both blades out. And it's like so bad. Eh? It's like, Oh my gosh. But I think the I think one of my favorite parts. Um, oh gosh, what do I choose? While you're thinking about it, really quick, quick shout out. I don't know if you guys felt the same, but the way people talk in this movie makes me feel like I talk like an idiot. Like not only there is their accent sick, but like even Michael B. G., like Killmonger's the way he enunciates things make words seem so crisp and freaking sick that it's like, gosh dang, why can't I talk like them, you know? <laughs> like, how ev- everyone in Wakanda rolls their R's in the coolest way. And it's just, like, super fun. Just to, like, I can just, like, sit down and, like, listen to someone talk from Wakanda just so I can hear them rolling their R's like crazy, you know? But I thought that was way fun. Anyway, Kate, what were you saying? I'd say my my favorite scene was um, when Umbaku walks out from the cave to challenge T'Challa. So that cool. scene was epic. Oh, that's my favorite scene. I'll say that. All right. Okay. Here comes a big one. Here comes a big one. This is it. This is this is the segment where we've been waiting for. This is fall in. This is a segment where we talk about the, the big messages of the movie even, and, the little, and the little ones. We talk about life. We talk about what makes the movie relative to life. And this is where we get into the meat of the podcast. Okay, I want to go first. I'm sorry. I totally took it over there. But I want to go first. <laughs> because, like, I... And I know that I say things like this before, but, like, I've never meant this more... I am forever changed because of this movie that I watched this time. And it's because of something so stupid. And I still feel so, like, childish sharing this. But I'm going to share it because it's a positive change. So, like, it all started because I was watching an interview with Chad McBoseman, who plays T'Challa. And he was saying how, like, he really respects fans who see him in public. And, like, instead of coming up to him and, like, interrupting his day and, like, hey, can we take a picture with you? Like... He just, like, wants to go out about his day, but he loves people who just see him, and they'll, like, do, like, the Wakanda salute, like, just cross their arms, like, from across the street, and he'll, like, do it back to them, and he's just, like, you know, like, and I was just, like, oh, that's so cool, and the whole movie I was watching, is like, man, one day I hope I run into Chaz McBoseman so I can do that, and then I was, like, but, like, I'm not black, I can't do that, like, I just look stupid <laughs> if I did that, and I was watching that the whole movie, and it wasn't until, like, the very end when he's at the United Nations, like, talking about what they're doing. But he, like he said, like we're brothers and sisters on the earth, and there's more that connects us than separate us because we really are just one, one single tribe, and like, and it is like the idea behind Wakanda and like the symbol and like Wakanda forever. Like, there is no magical country in Africa that has ultimate power with vibranium that would be able to, through their power be able to help all those individuals who sadly are black or other races. I'm not going to just leave it at that, but in this case, black and how like horrible some of their lives has been like the idea behind like 
an imaginary country that could solve their problems is like something so hopeful and imaginative, but it doesn't exist. Like Wakanda is not real. Vibranium is not real. There's no technology or like something that can suddenly come to fruition that's going to solve all these these social and racial problems. But I think the idea behind Wakanda is like something that is so much greater, so much smarter, so much more advanced than we've ever had. And I think what that is, is the idea that we really are one big tribe. Like the advancement that should come to fruition that would solve these problems is not something technological, but simply just that we really are one big tribe. And it like, it made me like passionate that even though I'm whiter than white, like I can also say like Wakanda forever to someone who's as black as Chadwick Boseman. And like, that is the exact idea behind it. And, like, I just feel so changed by my understanding of what that is and how, like, almost, like, how passive I am in it and how much more active I want to be now because of it. That's very cool. So, Wakanda forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cade, what are you thinking? Um, I'm thinking I owe... everyone who is not my ethnicity and apology because like it's just i really associate a lot of fun and involvement with who i am and who i interact with and i have i've i've, met, I've had friends of all different ethnicities and things like that but one sticks out a lot of the, this movie reminds me of this one friend that i had his name was omar he he, he lived across the street from me i think Calvin will remember who he is he um he came over and he played basketball with us a lot. And even when we, we couldn't play basketball or we weren't, weren't around, um we let him use our basketball and he just shoot around. He just he just play all the time and he was really the only neighborhood like neighbor friend that I had. I had friends in the neighborhood and stuff like that as a kid growing up. It's like but he was like the the friend that was across the street that I would hang out with and stuff and like I and I hung out with him so much and I saw so much about his life that I saw his culture. I saw his religion that he practiced and everything. And that was kind of like the stepping stone for me in understanding that there are people, there are people who are like me that live in a different life, lifestyle. And this this movie is a perfect way to remind me that, you know, Everyone is everyone is the same kind of people. We have people who are like us, but they just have a different culture and they live differently. Doesn't mean that doesn't mean that they are different than you and me. And I think and this movie really shows a reminder that 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 really is true. That I want to be a part of this that community that I that I see in this movie. Like I want to be a part of that. Cause I, I see the fun. But I also see just I see the how much they care about each other. That plays a part into it too. It's not just like the it's not just the technology and this, you know, fictional stuff and the soundtrack. That's what that wants me to get involved in this. It's the fact that because of you know, there's all of this that all of this extra stuff that we admire that we're impressed about, but it's like comes in that they they still are a family, they still are people and they are they're siblings that are you know, are close, just like how we are with our, with our families. And I, I can relate to that. I'm, I'm grateful that I, that I have the chance to relate to that because 
it helps me see that, you know, I can broaden my horizons a little more. I can be a little more open people. I can be a little more engaging with everyone. It's just, an, it's, it's, it's an, the movie's an, it's an encouraging movie just to be a, a little bit of a person, you know? Like, Wakanda can't solve the world's problems in one day, but they can solve a problem here and a problem there. And that's, I feel like that. I relate to that and I really enjoy that. It's, it's really cool. That's why I love this movie so much. Dang. Yeah, I mean, my, what I really took, walked away from this is, um, I once learned, well, okay, backtrack. What I really learned from this was empathy. Like, for anyone who knows me, I'm not a very empathetic per. like, I don't feel a lot of empathy towards people, which is kind of sucky. But, like, um, I, I really learned a lot about that in this movie because I once learned, someone told me that um, if you were living your life in someone else's shoes, you would make the exact same decision that they're making. Which is, I think, really good because, you know, you hear this stereotypical, like, oh, walk a day in their shoes kind of thing. But... Um, you still think like it's, it's you walking in their shoes, but when you think like if you were to walk a day in their shoes, but and if you were them, like being empathetic, thinking empathetically, you would make the exact same decisions that they would make. And watching Killmonger and his reasons of why he does what he does in this movie really helps me see that like what he is doing, he believes to be right, kind of thing, and that recognizing that. Yeah, like, he has lived a... It's super sad, to be honest. Like, his dad was killed, and he was left without a dad, and here he is in an oppressive neighborhood where there's drugs, murder, all sorts of stuff, and he just kind of has to fend for himself. And that really hit home to me. Like, that's why I said, like, in Spoiler Wall, where I I felt, like, kind of that conflict with whose side I was really on in this movie, because I feel like everything that Killmonger did was, in my mind, justified. But I think that's just kind of like an attitude we have to take about in life is trying to be empathetic and really understand why someone's doing what they're doing. Like, what gives them the reason to... Or what's their motivation behind everything, you know? And I think when we really think about life that way and other people, it could really help us, like, be way more understanding. And in my own life, like, it could just help resolve, like, I feel like any kind of conflict if you're willing to understand. And that's what I got from this movie. Because you see, like, T'Challa, he goes through this whole experience with Killmonger. And after, like, Killmonger dies, he changes, you know. He sees that, yes, like, things need to change. Like, we need to help people. We we have the resources and there are problems going down. Like, if we're, if we can't help people, we should. So, I really connected with that. And so, I hope someone else... It did too so no I, I agree and I, like the reason that I don't necessarily like pick sides is because I feel like I relate a lot more to to Chala like I was raised in the culture and the scenario and the upbringing and traditions that I was and like part of that not not that like it was like we didn't love or care for those other people but like having a proactive approach to like having that empathetic and understanding and like care and action towards other people who experience such difficult things was never something that like I understood that I should do. And so like, I felt like 
almost like I was like the Wakandans is like I was just doing what had always been done and like going through an experience that T'Challa does I now realize that like things need to change and what needs to change first and foremost is like me and how I respond to those other people with more empathy so I, I totally totally agree with what you guys are saying and I was not expecting that to happen this time I mean like one of my thoughts like this movie was is one of the first comic book movies met actually I think it was uh, nominated for best picture at the Academy for an Oscar and I was going to ask you guys at the beginning of this like as I started the movie I was like okay does this movie really deserve the Oscar because I did not I mean it didn't earn it but the nomination I was like no nah, it doesn't after watching it, I'm like yep definitely does like I am forever changed because yeah I, I think I, I think it really for an Oscar. I stood up I'd believe that it totally deserves that nomination it really does yeah that's really cool I didn't know that so yeah I, I'm kind of don't have much to say. I feel like you, the three of us have said it all. Like, unless you guys have anything else. I agree. It's a good, good place to end. Well, all right. We'll wrap it up. Every, thanks everybody for listening to the Basement Binge. We appreciate you listening to our episodes, downloading them, taking our surveys, subscribing, all of those good positive things. Uh, yeah, download the next episode coming out. We're gonna start listening um, in response to our survey. We're gonna start having some more episodes come out, and then a new one should be coming soon with a. A different movie. It's going to be a big change from what the type of movies we've normally talked about, but I'm excited for it. So, subscribe. This is sick. All right, guys. What to do, baby? Ciao, ciao. Peace out, home dogs. credit card bill.